hope that your day is either off to a good start or if you're listening to this recording that you've had a fantastic day, no matter what time of day you are listening to it. Today I want to talk about self-respect and how that applies to weight loss and the the commitments that we keep to ourselves. My name is CJ Johnson and my background is in the golf industry. I had a wonderful career that started because I had an ability to swing the golf club. And it became a corporate career where I ran multiple facilities for a very large golf conglomerate. It was fun. It was exciting. It was a lot of hard work. Um, And during that time, I paid no attention to anything other than my job. I I literally was there six days a week all the time, sometimes seven, and I had no fitness program, no eating program. I ate at the clubs all the time, which meant that I was eating probably at least two meals a day in restaurants. I never worked out. And as a result, at 38 years old, I weighed 250 pounds. We're accumulation of our habits, aren't we? Uh, At that point in time, I decided to take control of my life. I lost 100 pounds and have kept it off from then until now. And I'm just turned 57 years old a couple of weeks ago. So it can be done. Unfortunately, it's a very small percentage of people who lose 30 pounds or more and have the ability to keep it off. And that has to do with our habits. Um, I think most people can figure out a way to begin to lose the weight. Maintaining weight, that can be interesting. And, And during the weight loss process, it's great to change your mind and change your habits. Because that's what needs to that's what needs to happen. Um, in two thousand what was it two thousand and thirteen when two, New Skin uh, launched TR ninety, that's when this call started. And those products, uh, I love the protein boost that you probably know if you hear me. Those products have been helpful, but um, as helpful as those products are, and I believe in help in a variety of directions. Uh, one of the biggest challenges has been to change my mind and how I think about things. So today what I want to talk about is self-respect and keeping commitments to myself and learning to do that. Because for me, that was a learned process. I could easily keep commitments to other people, to keep commitments for um, work and deadlines and things like that. I mean, for the most part, you don't move up in a corporate world if you can't if you can't do that. So I was able to do that, but I never could do that for myself. Even as I lost the weight, that commitment was hard to do. So I want to read something real fast. This is out of a book that I love, 177 Mental Toughness Secrets of the World Class. It's by a fellow by the name of Steve Siebel. And the subtitle is The Thought Processes, Habits, and Philosophies of the Great Ones. And when he talks about world class, world class and middle class, because they, they are actually going to have those terms in here, he's talking about conscious consciousness. He's not talking about socioeconomic um, uh, factors. He's talking about the consciousness and how we think. I'm um, just going to tell you, this, this, this talks a little bit about how it relates to the business world, but um, I'll, I'll translate that into the weight loss because it, it has applications to the weight loss. So habit number 107 is the world class has tremendous self-respect. 
A flippant, frivolous man may ridicule others, may, contra- may controvert them, scorn them, but he who has any respect for himself seems to have renounced the right of thinking meaningly of others. And that's from Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, and he was a German dramatist back in the uh, uh, late 1700s. The poverty working and middle class levels of consciousness tend to struggle with respect. Respecting others is directly related to respecting yourself. It's been said, you cannot give what you do not have, and respect falls into this category. Respecting other people is easier for a pro because he has great respect for himself. The struggles and battles he has waged forge his confidence and character far beyond that of the average person. It's difficult for an intelligent person to play it safe every day and walk away with solid self-respect. It might be easier for the amateur if he is less talented or less intelligent than the pro, yet they're not. In some cases, an amateur can be even more gifted than the pro. But the amateur has settled for a life of mediocrity, and deep down, they know it. They're dying with their music still inside. This often causes great sadness and even depression. To know you're capable of world-class performance and decide to play it safe is a hard concept to stomach for an able-bodied individual. Sometimes the television, the ball game, the movies, or the alcohol are enough to drown out that little voice whispering that life is passing them by and sometimes it's not. As a result, low self-esteem and self-respect tend to breed low respect for others. This thought process has done a lot of harm throughout the world. Human beings are emotional creatures who crave respect. They don't get it. When, when they don't get it, they begin to cause trouble. The world-class performer, on the other hand, is fully engaged in life and living. His self-respect lends itself to respect others. When he is not respected by others, he chucks it up to middle-class mentality. After all, he thinks to himself, aren't amateurs supposed to act that way? Um, so, uh, action step for today. Ask the critical thinking question, what single habit, action, or behavior could I upgrade or change that would increase my level of self-respect. Next, make a commitment in writing to make this upgrade or change it in the next 30 days. Do the same thing every month for the next 12 months and watch your life transform. Um, So self-respect is an interesting concept because I think if you ask people, most people do have self-respect. They will answer, yes, I have self-respect. Even if they know deep down inside that they don't, or they may not have it and think that they actually have it. Self-respect relates to weight loss in terms of keeping our commitments to ourselves. At least it does for me. Keeping commitment to myself means that I eat what I'm going to say I'm going to eat on my plan, and I do what I say I'm going to do in terms of my activities. In this, he talked about respecting others. Um, I think one of the ways that we do respect others, and I think most people do this, is we respect others' time. As an example, if I ask you to meet me for coffee and your day just kind of goes to hell in a handbasket for whatever reason, chances are, you're going to try and make that commitment. Now, you might reschedule. 
I, I get that. You might call, have to call me up and say, you know what, CJ, just everything blew apart. I can't um, make that commitment today. Can we reschedule? And we would reschedule. But that would probably happen only once. If it happens multiple times, right, where you canceled on me and we made commitments and you canceled on me, if it happened multiple times, I probably would be pretty hesitant hesitant to make a commitment to you after a period, right? I think most of us would be. If you have somebody in your life, and I'm sure we've all had it because we've had those people in our life who we feel don't respect our time. They're always late or they're always canceling the plans that we have together. And eventually, most of us stop making plans with them. What happens when you do that to yourself? What do you do to your own self-respect? So what I mean by that when it comes to weight loss is when you make a plan for the day, when you are going to stick to whatever eating plan you have created for yourself, when you make a plan for the day and you don't stick to it, aren't you creating that same type of internal message that we just talked about in the having coffee example with somebody else? you start to think of yourself as untrustworthy and unable to keep a commitment. Well, I can't keep that anyway. You know, I always tell myself I'm going to start exercising and it lasts for about two weeks and then it goes out the window. Or I start on my TR90 plan and then all of a sudden, boom, it's gone. Uh, Somebody brings in some cookies to work or I go to the grocery store and I walk down an aisle and I see some cake that just looks delicious and all of a sudden I am no longer on my TR90 plan. When we do that multiple times, we ingrain that message that we don't respect ourselves. And that's a deadly message when it comes to healthy habits. Okay. Now that's not saying that things in life can't or don't legitimately change during our day. Okay. Yes, there are times that I have to rearrange some of my commitments. Just like I said, you know, somebody may have to call you and say, you know what, I can't do coffee today. But that doesn't happen every single time. It can't happen every single time. When you make a plan for your health and fitness habits, if you respect yourself, you need to be able to prioritize that plan and not let all those little things come up and take away your self-respect. So to me, he asked the question, what what single habit, action, or behavior could I upgrade or change? that would increase my level of self-respect. One of the things that does it for me is food journaling, and it always has. Now, my food journaling has changed over the years, and I'm sure you've heard me talk about um, food journaling here multiple times. Um, I used to go to a pretty deep level. It started with Weight Watchers. Um, That was a form of food journaling, right, because you were counting points. Uh, I used apps, My Fitness Pal, and Lose It. I actually have taken and now teach food journaling in a much simpler form. Um, the way that I teach food journaling today is to simply, either the evening before or the morning of, write down exactly what you're going to eat today. 
Because most of the time, taking us off of our journey is just a split-second decision, right? If somebody brought those cookies into work and all of a sudden I'm eating cookies. Most of the time, what we need to do to keep our self-respect and to keep our commitments to ourselves is to simply manage the thoughts and emotions that come up around food in the moment. If we can manage those in the moment and get past those mental thoughts, we can stick to those commitments that we keep to ourselves. And the commitment for me is the food journal. So I just simply start out by, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, write down exactly what I'm going to have. And I don't even use quantities. Um, that's, not where I, that's not where I start. Now, yes, maybe later on down the road, if you're trying to lose that last 10 pounds, um, maybe we need to take a look at quantities. But just to begin, start by writing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. What are you going to have? for the day. And I'll tell you, as I looked last night, I wrote out my breakfast, lunch, and dinner for today. So this morning, I'm going to start with um, some almond milk yogurt with uh, the protein boost in it and granola. For lunch, I'm going to have a salad with a little bit of papadam and some artichoke. It's an artichoke dip that goes on top of the papadam. It's like a, a Middle Eastern um, like a crunchy tortilla, I guess, is how I would describe it. For dinner, I'm having an avocado salad with some fresh tomatoes, and I'm having two samosas. So that's what I'm going to eat today. Now, I can pretty much guarantee you that during the course of the day, something's going to come up where I'm going to say, ooh, I want this or I want that. That's a craving. That's an emotional thought. That's not, that's not fueling my body, and that's not going to help me to build my self-respect by keeping my word to myself. So the way that I get past that is I say, you know what, that's a really good idea. I'm going to jot that down, and I think I will look tonight and see if I want to add that to my meal plan for tomorrow. So as an example, if during the course of the day I decide that, oh, I really want a piece of chocolate, great. You know what, CJ, that's a really good idea. I'm going to add that to my day for tomorrow and I'll give myself permission to eat that piece of chocolate then. That way, I begin to keep my word to myself, and I start to build some of that self-respect. Because as it said in the reading, if I can't keep my word to me, if I can't um, create self-respect inside of me, how can I really extend that into my world? It becomes more and more difficult to do. So, My recommendation, whether it's a food journal or whatever it is, what single habit, action, or behavior could you upgrade or change that would increase your level of self-respect? Make a commitment in writing to making this upgrade or change in the next 30 days and do the same thing every month for the next 12 months and you will watch your life transform. So that's what I've got for you today. Uh, I am going to take this call off mute. Oh, by the way, yep, don't forget you can go over to Um, the One Team Global page at the top of the hour, and you will find one of our leaders over there talking about how to build a Nuskin business. All right, let's see. Thank you, CJ. Great, great idea. CJ, my son just joined us, and I was wondering if you could share just so quickly, um, how much weight did you lose and how long did that take you? Um, I lost a hundred pounds 
um, I'm sorry I'm struggling because I don't remember exactly how long it took me. Um, because that is now going on almost 20 years ago. It's about 19 years ago. I'm, wow. I'm going to say it's it was it was probably 11 or 12 months. You know, that's um, amazing. I did try. I, I mean, I would say this: I dropped the weight fairly fast. But yeah, I would say about a year. Okay. Yeah. And what I want, and oh, if you had had TR ninety. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't hear you, Victoria. I said, oh wow, if you had had TR ninety. Yeah, it it would have been it would have been much easier at the time. It was at the time it was. Um, I'm I'm grateful. It was it was Weight Watchers, and I could I could follow that. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was different. Woo! I don't know who's got what going on in the background, but cool. Yeah, we, All we right. can hear everything. Whoever's shuffling papers, please stop. <laughs> cool. Um, DJ, so yeah. DJ, I like what you said about uh, looking forward to the next best thing and writing it down and planning it in your journal for tomorrow because that's total hope. Planning forward, looking forward, and expecting a new thing. I loved it. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes, great about suit journaling. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day, everybody. You too. Blessings to everybody in the fullest.